Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We're back here on Sports Talk on the Big 870. Mike Detail, along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear, taking you to 8 o'clock tonight. And that's a little after 720. Chilean head baseball coach Jay Ullman will be on with us to talk Greenway baseball. Bob, we're going to go back to our Oakland Heart Jewelers talk and text line. We're going to go to Steve on the North Shore. Steve, you're in the huddle with Bobby and Mike. How you doing, Mike and Bobby? All right, Steve. All right, Steve. Yeah, I call y'all about three times a year. But here we go. Okay. Bobby, you Bobby, you'll remember this. Okay. Didn't didn't the 49ers play the Bengals in the Super Bowl? Yes. Yeah, Bob uh, and I were actually talking about that. Yeah, that yesterday. was the, the old Pontiac Silverdome and ain't there no more in, in Detroit. Uh, you know, you heard you hear Chris Collins word on Sunday night football. He was one of the top receivers for Ken Anderson. And the Cincinnati Bengals, the 49ers came out on top. And that's when the 49ers and Joe Montana truly became relevant. Uh, when all of a sudden, you know, the 49ers, they have not been on the top of the NFL or relevant. Um, and the, early on, uh, like look at the 60s, 70s, uh, even though they had John Brody. Like I know Mr. Brody uh, because his daughter married Chris Chandler. So I knew then when Chris was in Atlanta, you know, after I was there and all that, and I'm doing the radio. Uh, but the 49ers suck. They, 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 they were not very good. They, they weren't very good, kind of like the Steelers, uh, before Terry Bradshaw in the 70s. Look at old school 49ers and the Steelers. They weren't winning anything. But all of a sudden, San Francisco beat Cincinnati in the Pontiac Silverdome. And the 49ers are relevant. Oh, okay. the, the rest is history in the 80s of the 49ers and Joe Montana. And then you parlayed that into the early 90s with uh, Steve Young. Just think about this. Young was uh, before, excuse me, Joe Montana was the quarterback. The two running backs were Ricky Patton and Earl Cooper. Freddie Solomon, Dwight Clark, Tree Young, Charles Young, who was with Philly. He was in the end of his career, but uh, th- that was his nickname, Tree. He was a former USC res- uh, tight end. That's what you won with on offense. Well, I want to But say, they had Fred Dean yeah, and yeah. Ronnie Lott on defense. Fred Dean, Louisiana Tech. Uh, uh, you know you know what I heard a story by Fred Dean? Uh, I once heard – now, this might be, uh, you know, some ur- urban myth, uh, so to speak – that he had got shot, that he had got shot and had to do the conditioning workout at Louisiana Tech. Uh, please, they might have some old school person can bring this up. Fred Dean got shot, and then he was able to, to run and do the conditioning test for the team. 
and he had gotten shot and he didn't want to say anything or I don't know if the bullet passed through whatever and he stopped the bleeding whatever somebody I'll tell you how can you make that up about Fred Dean it was something unbelievable Fred Dean talk about rush the passer it didn't get any better than Fred Dean but Louisiana Tech and, and I don't think Fred Fred told me the most he because he passed away a couple of years back yes uh, I did some events with Fred he told me I never weighed more than 244 pounds and he was specific Two forty. He wasn't two forty five. And he's a defensive end. And defensive he's a, end. And no linebacker. Defensive end rushing the passer. I'm telling you, somebody can bring up maybe in Rustin, talking about when Fred Dean got shot and he still did the conditioning test uh, before the season started. Uh, I mean, uh, th- th- he I was a special football player. I'm glad he got into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. It was, I think, '08. Well, when he got in. He was a difference maker. Oh, my God. He could tilt the field. And, and, and he started out in San Diego. So, Mike, that, that peaked a little bit when you told me Freddie Solomon. Freddie Solomon, who was, was a quarterback at Tampa. Yes. At Tampa. At University of Tampa, a quarterback. So, yeah. uh, boy, you bring up a lot of uh, memories there, Steve, uh, looking at. That might happen. Well, we might have well, a San Francisco-Cincinnati Super Bowl. Well, here you go, Bobby. This is for you, brother. Okay. I told you that the Saints were going to tear up the Packers one weekend before they went to play, and on a Friday before they went to play, and they tore them up year before last. Here you go, Bobby. Joe Montana said something very profound when he went out to take the field right after Cincinnati went ahead in the fourth quarter, and he almost didn't get the playoff. (laughs) He was standing there looking in the stands, telling his offensive line, look, there's John Candy. Yep. There's John Candy. The comedian John Candy was standing up watching the game. Well, and who who, who doesn't love John Candy? And listen, John can't hide. I mean, he was, John was a big man. I live in a van <laughs> down by the river. I mean, come on. So here you go. John Candy. Here you go, Bobby. That's how cool Joe was. That That's okay. just Joe the way cool. Montana was. They started was. calling Joe Montana Joe Cool yeah. when he made that comment. His team called him Joe Cool. Here well, you go, Bobby. But, 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 but the new Joe you, Cool, hey, hey, Steve, the new Joe Cool is Joe Burrow, I think. That's what I'm just getting ready to say. <laughs> Joe Burrow's going to get the ball at the end of the game. And they're going to hand the ball to Joe Burrow, and he's going to go, I got this. Let's go, guys. You do the blocking. I'll do the slinging. And they're going to beat San Francisco with about 40 seconds left to win the Super Bowl. There you go, Bobby. How about that? Take away all those bad things that happened from San Francisco to the Saints all those years. Well, uh, I I can tell you what, Steve. uh, Listen. Uh, that, I think, is the pro team for the LSU Fighting Tigers. Now, we got LSU players all over. But who doesn't love Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow? And plus, it's not the Bayou Bengals, but it's still the Bengals. How can you not cheer for Cincinnati? I mean, come on, it's a blue-collar Yankee city. 
I mean, so what is that in the deep south? But it ain't freaking New York, Chicago, or L.A. How can you hate on, no, who day, who dad, who dad, who day, whatever. How can you hate on the Bengals? Come on. We'll be back with more sports talk here on the Big 870. And Chilean head baseball coach Joe Ullman will join us right after this break. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this. Why? A lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not? switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours. Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Back here on Sports Talk on the Big 870 and on our Oakland Hard Jewelers Talk and Text Line, the uh, head baseball coach at Tulane University, Jay Oman. Jay, thanks so much for joining us this afternoon. Hey, appreciate you guys. Good to be back on. Uh, Jay, uh, listen, uh, I'm going to tell you something Willie Fritz told Bobby and I. Listen, uh, he did it, had the greatest season ever at Tulane football, so he's going to make the challenge to you. Hey, you got to do that in baseball <laughs> this year. Yep. Yeah, I mean, that's the plan, right? I mean, <laughs> right. you know, you, you roll out there and uh, the plan is to, to give the people what they want. So, yeah, what a what a remarkable Man, great uh, run, right, Jay? Willie and the boys. Yeah, it was unbelievable. So just a magical run. And, and uh, a lot of people are excited about Tulane Athletics that uh, haven't probably been uh, introduced or excited in it in a long time. So just a, it's a, and they were way worthy, you know, uh, great leadership in the team and the coaching staff's phenomenal. So just really happy for, for those players and that staff. Just a, a great deal. Jay, uh, just sort of a technical question. You you were part of this situation as far as uh, getting players to Tulane. The difficulty in the transfer portal, and, and there's good and bad with it, and we just got to mm-hmm. accept that's just the way it is. Uh, your thoughts on the offseason and being able to bring people in to Tulane to help fill needs? Because you're going to lose people. Either they graduate, go to Major League Baseball, 
or that you lose them through the transfer portal. What was the reception? Because uh, I've heard you've been a terrific recruiter behind the scenes here to get people to come to Tulane and kind of put that program back to where it once was. Yeah, you know, I mean, I think it, it starts with, with your recruiting classes. You need to do a good job with them. You need to target the right people. They can pay, pass, and play, and they fit the personality profile that you're looking for. And, you know, and then you hope Major League Baseball doesn't uh, steal them from you. And, and then you, uh, you hope you do a good enough job with the players in your program to, to keep them happy, not necessarily getting exactly what they want all the time, but you treat them fairly, you show them love, they, they feel like they're being developed, and, and, you know, those things are important. But, you know, I think the thing that insulates us a little bit more than a lot of programs is the value of our education. Yes, I mean, I, mom and dad – yeah, mom and dad are going to have a harder time telling junior to, you know, go to a different school when, when they're walking away from an elite education like Tulane. So, um, you know, I, I think we'll still have to deal with some of that. But, um, you know, I, I think the the NIL collective that uh, Kelly Camarda and company are, are getting going, I think, you know, that helped offset a little bit of, of some things that we had to deal with over the summer and the coaching change. But, um, you know, I, I think just the value of our education, the way we treat our people, um, the things that they're able to uh, to get as a byproduct of, of having a two-lane experience are just things that are going to help us keep guys. So I'm not super worried about it. Um, you know, if somebody wants to leave the program or, you know, feel that they have a, a, a better option somewhere else, and I just, I, you know, I wish them luck. And it's hard to talk people out of it when they when they make their minds up. So we'll we'll kind of take take it case by case. And, you know, we need to get in the portal again and solve some issues because, you know, some guys didn't get the playing time they wanted or they just didn't, you know, they had a fair chance to develop and they didn't and they need to go somewhere else. You know, that's those are the way things go, and sometimes those things pop up, but we want to do our job so that we're not reliant on the transfer portal, at least in baseball. Now, uh, Jay, when you look at uh, Louisiana and the Deep South, uh, you look at all of a sudden where LSU's at, uh, number one ranking. Uh, you look mm-hmm. at the transfer portal, number one recruiting class. Uh, but I think that also could benefit uh, Tulane. What I mean by that is that who wants to play in inclement weather? I mean, you come in the South, and, <laughs> yeah, uh, right. I, I, and so to me, uh, that uh, everybody can't go just to one school. Everybody wants to play. You might be a late bloomer. You have an opportunity. And I know Tulane as a whole, uh, they're able to recruit nationwide. Isn't it the same way mm-hmm. if you're a top baseball prospect that you could come to Tulane, like you said, with the education value? I mean, I look at Tulane like uh, Tulane's not part of the SEC, but it's like Vanderbilt. And it's warmer. It's warmer in New Orleans than it is in Nashville. So when I look at that, do you use that uh, to your advantage as far as you're trying to maybe attract a player to come to Tulane? Yeah, no question. I mean, I think ultimately, you know, what what we're trying to get is, is young men that want to play in the big leagues. Like, if if it's just the education that they want, then then there's places for them. But we want the guy who's who wants to play in the big leagues and wants this elite education. And, you know, I, I think the fact that we can, you know, go in a house or talk to folks on a Zoom or what have you and, and talk about the, you know, 150 players that have been drafted and, um, you know, the 15 first rounders and the 30 big leaguers that we've had and the success that the coaching staff and myself included, we've had developing players over the course of our careers. Um, you know, I, I think that, gives families and, and players, uh, you know, 
at least, uh, hey, these guys, this is the right kind of place. Like, not only can I develop professionally, but I can develop in my life. I can take this kick butt degree and, and go into my life and, and, you know, have an upward trajectory that's going to affect not only my my immediate family, but, you know, my family that's generational wealth. So, you know, the value of Tulane is always, you know, the piece of paper is certainly gets you to the front of the line, but the value that, that we always sell is the relationships that you create while you're out of school like Tulane, 20 different players from 20 different states in our clubhouse alone. The, uh, you know, the student body population uh, is from all over the country, all right. over the world. And so doors are open at Tulane that aren't open at a state school or regional institution. So, um, you know, we're going to go head to head with, you know, the Vanderbilts and the, and the Wake Forest and the Georgia Techs and yep. the Dukes and the North Carolinas and those schools that have the same educational baseball profile that we do. And, hey, man, we're going to win some and we're, we're going to lose some. But, it, you know, if you're going to win the lottery, you got to have a ticket. You can't just yeah. go, well, <laughs> those guys play in X conference, so we're not going to recruit those guys because we can't get them. I don't – I don't. my coaches and I, we don't subscribe to that. We we go out and try to get the best player. And sometimes those aren't players that, um, that, that those kind of schools are recruiting. Maybe we didn't think the profile fit or what have you, but – I'm not afraid. We're not afraid to roll up our sleeves and uh, get after the same kind of guys. And you win some, you lose some. You just dust yourself off and get after it again. Now, uh, you know, Jay, uh, obviously, uh, well, you can look at the heyday, and, and I think it's great for the state. Uh, whenever LSU, Tulane, Tulane, LSU, but when you have those type of games, it's, it's like AAA baseball. It's like packed. Everybody wants to be yep. in that number. I mean, I think that that's what, from a fan's perspective, that's what we want to see. Uh, I mean, that 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 happens year in and year out. Uh, that uh, whether it's Tulane, LSU, LSU, Tulane. You look at UL. All like I said before, uh, the great baseball we have in Louisiana, and you have in the Deep South. What do you think is fair as far as expectations? Is it like, well, hell yeah, we should be in the postseason every year. Whether uh, you're in yes. a regional. Or you you going to a super region, or you hosted some? You, you got a great facility. So uh, to me, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think uh, Coach Holman, I, I'm gonna challenge you. I think I think Tulane should be in the postseason every year. I we totally agree on that. So you know, first let me back up and 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 agree with you on the 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 talent and not only our state but also in this region. And and it is it is unmatched. There's a reason that people from the other side of the country, those young people are coming this way to engage in this kind of environment. They got great weather, great atmosphere, great schools, great competition. And so I really think the West Coast is missing out uh, and and being weakened by the quality of the things that are provided down here. So um, in terms of, um, you know, where we are and where we where we want to be like no question i mean we we don't we're not playing out there just to play out the string like our mission like everybody else's mission is the place in the middle of america in omaha and, and but you, here's the thing is you you don't you don't just get there because you say it or because you've been there in the right. past you know you a lot of things have to line up you, you know you got to have some luck on your side you got to have some health you got to draw some right regional sometimes and you got to catch some breaks and so there's a lot of things that go on that and certainly talented players uh, make coaches and programs a whole hell of a lot better. So, you know, we're, we're trying to bring those kind of players. We feel like we have that, that core group of players 
uh, specifically within our kind of our younger classes. We're a little thin at the the older spots. We've got some grad grad transfers, and we've got you know a couple older guys, but we're really excited about where the core of this team is. And then the recruiting behind it, you know, the sophomore class we have was the highest, the highest ranked recruiting class since uh, the 2003 class that ultimately ended up in Omaha. So we feel good about that. The classes coming in behind it are within the top 40 in the recruiting circles. And so we're building a lot of positive momentum on, on how we go about our business and the quality of our education and, and who we are as people. And so we're hanging our hat on that. You know, for me, uh, you know, a lot of people are discounting us. You know, we're getting picked fourth and fifth, and we've got one guy in a preseason team. And, you know, so there's a, there's a lot of, a lot of uh, holes in the shoulder to fill the chip, you know, fill in with the chips in our right. shoulders. So we're, we're going with that mentality. And, and I'm going to tell you the way we've gone about practice and, and the mentality with which they have and the extra work that they do and the spirit that they've shown and the way they've, the way the camaraderie from day one to where it is today has really grown within our clubhouse. I told our guys a couple of days ago that, um, you know, within kind of how they're going about things that it's giving us the best chance to get everything that we want and to make people pay a steep price for disregarding us uh, as a program for this year. And so that, you know, we're going into this thing as an underdog. Nobody's given us much of a chance. And, uh, you know, we've got really great players that, uh, aren't getting these preseason accolades, which you and I know don't mean anything right. like a preseason ranking. They don't, they don't mean much, but it is nice to be recognized like, hey, your work is good, your players are good, your program's good. So, you know, we're we're, we're just kind of in that mode where we're like, all right, we got something to prove and uh, we're going to we're gonna have to show you. And, you know, and to come out and, and have huge crowds and, and the support. And, yeah, that's really, that's really critical to, to really great programs. You know, and the things we've have we have to fend against is you know the the advent of ESPN Plus, where everybody can just uh, you know buy a five ninety nine subscription for the right. year and or watch the month, it. yeah, and they can yeah they could sit on their couch and drink their two dollar beer instead of their nine dollar you know <laughs> beer at the stadium and their six dollar hot dog versus their own food, and you know they can maybe tune into another thing during commercial, and so there's a lot of different entities out there that are vying for people's attention, and so like I've told our players, and like I said in my introductory press conference, we have got to give our people a reason to pay their money and come put their butts in the seat and, and cheer on this team. And, and hopefully we're, we're going to put ourselves in position for people to do just that. And that's what we have to do. That's our mission every day. And, and hopefully we can live up to that. All right, Jay. Uh, thanks. Uh, for Jay, coming well, on. one, and, one yeah, question, ahead, Mike. One yeah. question I'd have for you. Yeah. I have a friend of mine who's yeah. a major league baseball scout and, uh, Okay. One of the things he was telling me is, Mike, Mike, I hear you all the time talk about there's not enough quarterbacks um, in the NFL, not enough good ones, starting quarterbacks. And he said, yeah. you know, I could equate that to scouting in the college ranks for pitchers. He said, especially left-hand pitchers. It's just not mm-hmm. enough. And he says, mm-hmm. you know, that's the real key to win at the major college level is, is the pitching. He said, you know, you can yeah. find enough hitting to get you there. But it's the pitching because if you got yep. you know, one guy and then the other three or maybes, you're not winning a lot of series games. And he yep. thought that was the real key to major college baseball that, yes, the hitting is a big part of it, but the mm-hmm. biggest key is pitching. And he said, find me the left-handed guy. If you find one, a couple <laughs> of them, you really got it. Yep. Yeah, no doubt. 
And, and yeah, you, no you, you would feel the same way, correct? Yeah, I mean, um, I've been brought up with pitching and defense and, you know, and man, however you need to, to run an offense, if you can, you know, hit four homers in a game, great. But, you know, uh, good pitching typically will, will uh, neutralize uh, good hitting for the most part. And, you, you know, your ability to, you know, I guess I'll equate it to football is get off the field on third down and don't right. turn the ball over. Right. So, yep. so when you get to two outs, get a quick third out. Don't don't let it fester and walk a guy and then give up a double and then we make an error. And the next thing you know, you go from uh, two outs and no runs to two outs and four runs, you know, just <laughs> yeah, like yeah. that. So get off the field on third down. And don't turn the ball over, which is also no freebies. No, no, you know, there's place for walks. You know, you pitch around the guy with an open base, like there's strategic walks and stuff like that. But, you know, the non-competitive walks, the the lack of concentration errors, the not taking care of the baseball, the, you know, those, those are the things that we're going to try to control. And, and yeah, that, those are the margins of difference, especially in college baseball. Jay, thanks so much for joining us tonight. Yep. We really appreciate Absolutely. it. We'll have you back on uh, as it gets closer. And, uh, man, we pulling for you, brother. Thank you, man. I appreciate y'all. Thank- thanks so much. Thanks, Jay. Uh, Chilean head baseball coach Jay Ullman. We'll be back with more sports talk here on the Big 870 WWL right after this break. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. We're back here on Sports Talk on the Big 870. Mike to tell you along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear. Before we go to uh, oh, Jimmy, God, Bob, uh, you, you got a couple of texts you want to no, read. It's like and I, one I, of them you had a little mental No, uh, it's like I'm thinking uh, like, fog. damn. Uh, listen. Best uh, way to put it. I'm like, uh, mental fog. I don't know. I got 11 concussions, and hopefully, you know, I'm still, uh, I think I'm quit-witted at, at times, but I'm like, this is so true. Uh, 7097. It wasn't John Candy in the van down by the river. It was Chris Farley. Yep. I mean, I, I can see that now. I said, I, that, that, that was like, uh, okay, uh, offsides, a bear or holding uh, penalty. And now, 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 now this is different. Now this one I can embrace because I remember this, but I was emphasizing when the 49ers first started to establish themselves. This is from 6818. Bobby, 
Cincinnati played San Francisco and Miami for the Super Bowl, and Boomer Sison was the Cincinnati quarterback. I'm talking about before that. I'm talking about in the Pontiac Silverdome when Joe Montana, Mike, you remember? And uh, the, the initial Super Bowl uh, win. Now, 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 this one, what they're talking about with Boomer Sison, Boomer thought he had the game won. I remember this. Boomer already had did the commercial. What do you think about I'm going to Disney, Disney World. World. I'm going to Disney World. But not so fast. Montana. Joe Montana hit John Jonathan Taylor. Taylor. Yep. Jonathan Taylor on that, that skinny post. Yep. And he beat the Bengals. So here you had Cincinnati so close but so far twice against San Francisco. They lost in the Silver Dome and they lost in Miami. And that was Bill's last game coaching. Yes, Bill Walsh. Bill Walsh with that the was 49ers. A, that was his final game as a head coach in San Francisco. He came back actually to coach Stanford hey, hey, in hey, college. Hey, listen, you hear the West Coast offense? Uh, you look like uh, legends or – Bill Walsh think, picked it up from Paul Brown, but yes, Bill brought it to another, another level. Another level. <laughs> yeah. And then you look at like Sean Payne, they take it to a different level. Or you look at different people. And a lot of times when you – people, you know, you look at now – I don't know. I, I don't like this. When they're in the shotgun all the time, and I ran the shotgun, the run and shoot and all that. In the shotgun, they clap their hands, and then they look to the sideline. The coach always tells them what to do. Listen, it might help in high school or even in college, but it's not developing NFL quarterbacks. When you're learning to do five things. Well, that's a shortage of them. I'm just no, telling you. It, it does not help you develop to be an NFL quarterback to beat NFL defenses. So, I'm telling you how, uh, one thing, if you can grasp, like the West Coast offense, when the ball's coming out, three-step, five-step drop. And I'll never forget this with Bill Walsh. I heard him talking about this, and that if you look at how you are running the West Coast offense, this is like Joe Montana and Steve Young. He almost had it down to science, where you might say, well, we're throwing too much. Well, no, he said, we're not really throwing too much. It's like a long handoff. The extended handoff, that's what he would yes, say. It it, it's like a, and the, he stole that actually from Paul Brown. Right, uh, right. Joe, Joe Clark used to always Whether tell me that's a, flat, that, that was a Paul Brown. A flat comment. or a swing route or like an option route uh, with this man-to-man coverage where it's not really a, a desperation or um, how can you say uh, it's a high percentage throw that's like a handoff. Now, you know, you can always say uh, you can fumble the ball, but a lot of times, uh, you know, oh, well, we don't pass because it could be incomplete or intercepted. But it was like you playing the percentages, and that's what Bill Walsh did, Paul Brown and Bill Walsh. And um, the, you know the one thing, Mike, I don't know if I ever told you this. Whatever. I got, I got all these old football books and stuff and the history of football. You know I love history. Was that, you know, Paul Brown was the first one because he didn't trust the quarterback. You know what he did? I'm sending the plays in. I I know more than the quarterback's playing. Sending plays in, uh, players in with the plays to tell the quarterback what to do. Otto Graham wasn't crazy about that. Right, right. But (laughs) but that was Paul Brown. But he did it. That was Paul. And and, and you know what else about Paul Brown? And, Mike, I think it was fiberglass. He was the first one that invented the face mask. mask. Invented the face mask. So when you think about Paul Brown and the Brown family. Film study, too. Film study. Cleveland Browns, Cincinnati Bengals. 
You want to talk about history? Mike, you can look at George Hallis, you know, uh, Papa Hallis and all that. Vince Lombardi. You look at the whole history of American football or pro football, Mike. He may have influenced it more than anyone. Exactly. Because of of what he brought to the table. Amen. Paul Brown. Now, uh, he was almost like Jim Finks. It was like. uh, My way or it's not going to be done. Or uh, you should be fortunate that you're getting to play in uh, pro football. I'm going to pay you what I want to pay you. No, no. Paul uh, Brown, yeah, he was. Doug Atkins told uh, Buddy Diliberto and I this story that uh, he got drafted by the Browns. He was on the Cleveland team. He said, I, you know, I was a really good player. But he said, you know, listen, I, I like to kind of, you know, tip the bottle a little bit. Have fun. And yeah. he said, you know, uh, you know, George, uh, you know, and different players, George Hallis, he never made us really do a lot of film study, but he said Paul was in film study. Yeah, no, he, he so was he said, ridiculous. I, yeah. You know what got me, got traded out of Cleveland? He said, I belt so loud, I had been drinking beer all day. I, I belt so Burr. loud, and Paul was, I got enough of it. And he traded me to <laughs> Chicago. He said, it was the belch heard around the world. Because he said he dealt me from Cleveland when I was a star player to Chicago. And he says, so I, I get there and Papa Bear is telling him, you know, this is what's happening, everything. And he's like, listen, Doug, you can belch during practices. Just stay awake if we show you the film. So he said, you know, it was good enough. He said, we, you know, we went with it. We're going to go to Jimmy and Kitwood. Jimmy, you're in the huddle with Bobby and Mike. What's up, Bobby and Mike? Hey, Jimmy. Hey, hey Jimmy, what you got, dog? Yeah, when it comes to uh, the venues and, and the teeth, I'm 64. The Chiefs used to be was, the Chiefs used to be my team. Okay. The Saints, now, the when you talk about the Chiefs, when you talk about the Chiefs being your team, you talking about with Lynn Dawson, talking about and, Hank Stram, and and Otis Taylor, Hank Stram, and all. Buck Buchanan. Buchanan. Oh, oh yes, Willie Lanier. Yeah, yeah, you, you know yeah, all but of those. I'm still going with my Tigers. Go Bears. <laughs> Oh, are you still going with the Bengals? Oh, oh, Joe Burrow, yeah. All right, Jimmy, thank he you for the call. Still, even though he likes the Chiefs, he's going with the Bengals. We're going to go to Johnny in West Wego. Johnny in the huddle with Bobby and Mike. Hey, good evening, um, Bobby and Mike. Um, first time call. Well, look, I'm going to make thank it you, real brother. quick. Thank you, brother. Appreciate it. Hey, listen, uh, I, I got to tell you, I'm not quite sure what I'm going to do when you all are not on the air anymore because this is something that, you know, at four o'clock, the radio comes on, and never mind the rest of the stuff that, that's going on in my life right now. I, I really enjoy it. <laughs> Thank and Bobby, you. Thank you. You are just amazing because you're willing to say it the way it is. You keep it straight. When somebody's dumb calls up, and that's the easiest way to explain it, <laughs> they're so dumb, they, they went back for seconds, okay? Uh, and you put them in a place, and you tell them where they are, and, and you and Mike just do a great job there. Also, um, you know, um, I, I can't tell you how much I I appreciate uh, what Andy Dalton has done, the Red Rifle, and right. I always hear Bobby supporting him 100% and saying, "Look, you know, he ain't the best, but you know, he came here to to get us this thing uh, uh, some help, and and he made a difference, and that and that's what's so important, you know." Well, well, so, uh, well and, and you know, Johnny, uh, people think, uh, Bobby, why do you take it for Andy Dalton? Okay, I am truly objective by this. Without Andy Dalton, it might have been total chaos. Okay, I'm going to tell you right now, Andy Dalton brought stability. 
And I'm not, yeah. uh, listen, I am like calling it like I see it. And it doesn't always work out. Do you catch every pass or does the ball bounce your way? Uh, you look at the turnover margin, all that. But I'm telling you, this is not far-fetched, Johnny. And I'm not saying we'd win anything with Andy Dalton. But you always want to no, be relevant. You always want to be relevant. I can tell you this, Johnny, that we were 7-10. and 10. Andy Dalton played winning enough football where the Saints could have been 10-7. and seven. Again, I'm not saying we're winning anything, but it wasn't Andy Dalton was not a liability. It was other situations that we were in that did not help Andy Dalton. I'm not saying he's a franchise magical quarterback, but Andy Dalton played winning football. That's why I think he's going to be part of the transition in the future in the bridge guy, whoever's the future Saints quarterback. Absolutely. You're so correct. And, 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 you know, anybody that would follow this and, and be objective as to what he's done in the short time that he's been here. Um, I think it's amazing. I really do. But look, uh, I'm, I'm pulling for Cincinnati, um, uh, Burrow and Chase. Um, yes. I think I think they're going to make it happen. And I, the guy, when you talk about cool, he's cool um, and and collected. And um, anyway, look, thank you all so much. For all right, John, my call. thank you, Johnny. I appreciate the call. And, and, and you know what, Johnny and Mike, you know what? When I look at Joe Burrow, you could be cocky and confident, and then you could be a jerk. Joe Burrow's cocky and confident, but everybody likes him. He's a good dude in life. Everybody likes him. And listen, if you could do it and ain't bragging. Okay, you and uh, I both know his dad really well, Mr. Jimmy. He's a good people. Man, good people. Hey, Joe Burrow's daddy, his family, they're good people. How can you not cheer for good people? They, they're not just tooting their horn to be tooting their horn. No, it's and somebody you want to hang out with. their roots. Where they came from. Exactly. No, listen, hey, if you don't like Joe Burrow, you a hater. Uh, I, I don't listen. You might be Ohio State alum, and you mad he left or whatever, or you might be from Alabama and you don't like Joe Burrow, whatever. If you don't like Joe Burrow, uh, come on, you better check yourself and look in the mirror. We'll be back with more sports talk to end it up here on the final hour of sports talk right here on the Big Eight Seventy. We're finishing up here on sports talk on the Big Eight Seventy. Uh, Bobby J and I and Deuce will be with you tomorrow from four to seven uh, on sports talk. And also, I want to c- congratulate an old friend of mine, Kevin Mawai. Um, I wanted to do this yesterday. He is now the new head coach at Lipscomb Academy in Nashville. He takes over for Trent Dilfer, who's now at UAB as the head coach. University of Alabama, Birmingham. And uh, Kevin was the assistant offensive line coach with the uh, Indianapolis Colts. He's worked our Louisiana line camp and with Pete Jenkins. And he was Pete at Jenkins. Arizona State. Yeah, he was State. at Arizona State yeah, before. Yeah. And uh, he's worked at camp. Pete yeah. Jenkins, I mean, Coach Rod's camp, and man, congratulate him! I know he's always wanted no, to be a no, head coach, hey. and now you talk about sort of like John Curtis of Nashville. Uh, Lipscomb well, is that type school. Well, yeah, let me tell you, uh, Kevin Mawai, uh, when he wanted to get into coaching, he should have been at LSU from day one. But Les Miles is too stupid. He was too stupid because Kevin Mawai knew more than him, so he didn't want him around. No, it's uh, that's a fact. That's not an opinion. That's what actually happened. And so he's he's made the long round, but he's finally a head coach, so congratulations, Kevin. Bob, end it first tonight. All right, bon nuit, les gens. Good night, people. Who the heck goes Saints? How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island 
Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and the restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places.